Hey guys, welcome back to Woman with Resiliency. Today's episode, episode number nine. We've already made it to nine episodes, that's crazy. The topic of today is how breakdowns can lead to breakthroughs. So before I get started, I just want to ask you guys, how are you guys doing? You know, how is everyone? I just started classes again yesterday. And I'm re-recording this episode because, as you probably saw on my Instagram that I posted on my story, I was like, I was editing on Audacity, and then, it's a long story, but everything got erased, like, it stopped responding, didn't autosave, the entire audio was gone, and yes, I guess it's kind of my fault because I didn't save it as I was working, but, Whatever. Move past it, so I'm re-recording this. I literally had four classes today. Four classes. And it was a lot. It was a lot to digest for one day, but most of it was just the syllabus, so it was more of a lax day. Not a lot. Not a lot. So I hope 2021 is treating you guys well. I hope the year's off to a good start. You guys are, you know, productive, you're getting your work done. I know personally for me it's been good. It's been 40 days since I've been off of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. I mean, Snapchat, yeah, I don't really use Snapchat like that. Snapchat, I installed it just so I can respond to a couple of my friends because they didn't, like, know where to text me. So that's why, like, and then um, TikTok is gone, Twitter, Twitter's gone. I'll do a whole podcast episode i keep talking about it but i'm pretty passionate about how social media pretty much messed me up so i want to talk about it but that's for a later episode when i'm when i'm farther down the road maybe six months into it but yeah so you know ontario new restrictions did you guys hear about that thursday we're going into like an even restrictive more restrictive lockdown i mean at this point i don't even like i'm not even phased by it i mean i already got the virus you know i've seen it firsthand what happens to a person but obviously i can still get it again but it's just like the initial fear of getting the virus is gone you know that anxiety oh no i'll get the virus sounds like i've already gotten it so it's like i'm not afraid of it but I'm not going to be, like, you know, reckless and careless and just, like, go out. But I can't eat. We're getting charged if you go out. There's, like, a up to, like, 100K of a fine if you're out and stuff. So, anyways, I hope you guys are staying safe. Please stay inside. Don't be dumb. Don't get fined, okay? But, yeah, today's episode is quite interesting. I, I'm really, really excited about today's episode because I think a lot of you will be able to relate to it and I just think it'll be good it'll be good for everyone I hope after you listen to this you know somehow I motivated you you know kickstarted your path to resiliency but yeah I'm I'm I I I pretty much believe that like Breakthroughs and breakdowns, they're like on the opposite sides of the spectrum, but they go hand in hand. And I'll be talking about how and why that is. So, I don't know if you guys remember this cartoon show 
Avatar The Last Airbender, and you know, Aang, Aang, Avatar Aang, he said, like, this is a quote from the show, he was like, when we hit our lowest point, we are open to the greatest change. And honestly, that is facts. That's facts. <laughs> that's, that's what we say nowadays, right? That's facts. Like, that's one period. That's facts. Like, it's so true. Like, when you hit your lowest point, you're open to the greatest change. So, breakdowns, they're a part of life, okay? You need to see your life is kind of like I'm I'm not a math major. I've only like taken one math course in my entire university career. But I've taken like taken a high school math, you know, calculus, advanced function. So I know what a sine graph looks like, you know the sine function graph. And when you look at that graph, you know, there's the ups and downs, the curves, the wavelength. You gotta think of life like that. You have to. Because it's not always gonna be up. You're not always going to be on top of the world. It's just not realistic. That's just not how it is, right? So you have to see your life as that graph with the peaks and the troughs, okay? Like a wavelength. But I think a breakdown is much more significant and much more intense than simply like a down period in your life. You know, it's not like getting a bad grade. Like a breakdown is much more serious. And I have, like, my own little definition that I've kind of made up of what a breakdown is, at least to me. So a breakdown is basically what happens during a breakdown. is damage is occurring to a system that you've built, which causes the system that you've built to collapse, okay? So now this system, right, the system can be your life, it can be your career, it can be your school, like your school life, you know, your grades and stuff, academics. Um, it can be your friendships. It can be your relationships. You know, it can be your family life. It could be your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, your mental well-being. And some external or even internal factor for or force is causing that demise of that system that you've built up, okay? So when I say system, like, Think of a system like um, your career, you've built up your career, you started a business, but all of a sudden, like, your business is, you know, sales are hitting the slump, or let's say your relationship, you just, you're going through a divorce or something, right? That is your, that relationship you built for so long is the system, but now there's some internal or external force that is causing the demise of that system, which is the relationship. So, during a breakdown, you face periods of anxiety, stress, depression, or some other kind of emotional turmoil, right? I'm pretty sure everyone that's listening has probably faced a period in their life where, you know, it's just extremely anxious, you just don't know what your future holds, or you're, like, depressed, you're just not at the healthiest state mentally, Okay? So this breakdown can be caused by a variety of reasons. So maybe you were ignoring an important component in your system, in your life, maybe in your relationship, um, you know, in your career. Maybe you just didn't do that one thing. You weren't paying attention to the little details, which led to this demise. Maybe you signed a contract and, you know, this is why you're supposed to read all your contracts. But let's say you were 
you signed a contract, you didn't really read it, and now you're stuck in some, like, really weird situation that you can't get out of. So now you're going to have a breakdown because you're like, what do I do, right? Maybe you kept doing the same thing. Maybe you were living your life, you know, just kind of going through life. I think this is what happened for me. You're just going through life, doing the same thing, same patterns, expecting a different outcome. You're just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. And let's just see what happens. And yeah, collapse. Your system collapses. You may have had an issue. There may be a falling out with a friend. Maybe you're overwhelmed by toxicity. Maybe through your friends, family members. You know, like I said before, maybe you're going through a breakup or divorce with someone you so badly wanted it to work out with. You may have lost your job, especially during times like COVID times. A lot of people are getting laid off and it's hard to find jobs. So you may have lost your job and, you know, that's a pretty big deal. You may have had a significant loss in your business or you may have lost a loved one. And now you, you know, maybe because of that, you've had a disruption in your system where like in your career or in your school life where you've had to take a year off from school because you have been so affected by that loss of a loved one. You may have gotten into an accident, like a car crash, and now you might have PTSD from ever driving again, or you might have, you know, some people get into car crashes and then they get paralyzed, you know, they get disabled, something happens to them. And then now that's something you have to adjust to and adapt to. So whatever led to your breakdown, it caused your system, you know, that you've spent some time building to fall apart. To some extent, it doesn't have to fall apart completely, but to some extent. But I feel like a real, like a, like a severe, like full-fledged breakdown is like when your entire system kind of falls apart. So, you know, as I said before, system doesn't have to be your entire life can be your career, your job, your relationship, your love life, your friend, social circle, whatever. So I know when you're going through it, you can't look at the bright side. You can't look at the positives. It's hard to. It's hard. Like, And trying to is just toxic. Like, Toxic positivity is a thing. And I hope I don't come off that way ever in any of my episodes because I know it's a thing. Like, You can't just be like, you know what, just get up and just do it. You know, like. It's not that simple. Humans are much more complicated. We're not machines. We're not robots. We have feelings. It's much more complicated, okay? But you can easily, easily get stuck in that why do bad things only happen to me? Why do bad things always happen to me mentality? And I get it. I get it. It's easy to just assume that, you know, Whatever higher power is out there, you know, the universe or God is out to get you. Or you just feel like, you know, why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do? What did I do that was so bad? Like, maybe you start looking back on what you did in the past. Maybe it's karma. Like, you start thinking, right? And I get it. Like, I I get that. Because I've seen, like, I've been there. I've seen friends go through it. You can't just switch it off. You can't just be like, okay, you know, like, look at the bright side. Like, look, look at the bright side. You can't. So, I'm going to be real. I'm going to say, let yourself go through it because the only way through is through so go through whatever you're feeling you're feeling grief feel the loss lost your job you know go through it let the emotions flow but it's really important to have healthy ways to cope 
with emotional or mental or physical distress, okay? Because I guarantee you that you're not only going to suffer one breakdown in your entire life. There's going to be multiple. But you can soften the blow if you have healthy coping mechanisms, okay? So there will be another time. I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but really I'm just saying there will be probably another time in your life where you'll go through another breakdown. And the older you get, the more responsible you are for how you react to what happens to you and of your actions and your reactions, right? So I want to emphasize that life is 10% what happens to you, what happens to us, and 90% of what we decide to do about it and how we react. Now, I'm not trying to undermine anyone's experiences. You know, some people, you know, circumstances, you can't just, you can't get out of them. You know, whether it's like a broken family, you know, maybe you're terminally ill, you just can't get out of it. But I like to think of it as like, yes, you can sulk, right? I think there's always a period for you to let yourself feel. But there needs to be a limit because you cannot stay stuck, right? It's easy. I know it's easy to be all positive when you're on the other side, okay? When you're finally on the other side, you're feeling better. It's easy to be positive, but I know, I know, it is nearly impossible to be filled with positivity when you feel like everything is just going downhill, you know? It's like, you just, you can't, you know? But I find, I found, I found that when you lose yourself, when you lose yourself, when you don't understand why everything's happening to you, when something bad, something really bad happens to you, right? And you lose yourself. You lose a part of yourself, or maybe you lose all of yourself. That enables you to truly find yourself, okay? You find who you are, your purpose. And yeah, like, I'll give an example, like, let's say you got into a car crash and now your leg, you can't walk with one of your legs anymore. That is a devastating experience, right? That is absolutely devastating. But you have the your entire life left to live. And yes, I get it. Obviously, you need to recover and you're going to be sad about it. And obviously, that is, a, that is something that is so traumatic that you can't just be like, get over it. That's just messed up if you tell someone to just get over it, right? But you see those athletes, right? think it's like the Paralympics and they're doing like they're skiing and everything so I'm not saying hey you know it's okay you can still do that stuff I'm saying I'm not trying to like spread toxic positivity but I'm just saying like you can still live a good life don't let one experience or a loss in your life cause you to want to end your life and just to stop it there or to just put it on pause for the rest of your life Right? So, I like to define a breakthrough as the process or the result of overcoming any obstacles, you know, using the negatives as lessons or for growth or as an opportunity, um, and building or having formed a new and even better system. Right? So, maybe, you know, you. When you were, before your accident, you were just kind of like, always like, watching TV and stuff, you were kind of lazy, but then after your accident, you know, now you 
you've finally became appreciative of you know the body part the, the leg that you used to have but now you think like you know what like I used to be like I used to not think about like you know oh having two legs was a big deal but now it's like okay like it is a like, big deal right so now you're like oh maybe I'll start doing sports now because there's so many like opportunities for like those um Paralympic athletes para I don't even know what it's called para paraplegic para I'm sorry if I got that wrong, but then you get that motivation because you see other people doing it, and then you're like, wait, I'm not the only one, right? So again, I'm not trying to undermine anyone's negative experiences or traumatic events because that is just messed up for me to do, but I'm just trying to show you that there's always a way to live again. So... You know, breakthrough can be like an emotional breakthrough. It can be like a physical breakthrough, spiritual breakthrough, mental breakthrough. And I know it's very hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you don't even know who you are anymore, right? Because as I said before, a breakdown is like when you lose, you literally lose a part of yourself or even all of yourself. So you don't even know who you are anymore. But once you decide, and yes, this is a conscious decision that you have to make, as I stated in earlier podcast episodes, like, no one, it's harsh, it's harsh, but it's the reality. No one is coming to save you and no one is going to come and make your life better than what it is, okay? People can add to your life. Those people are great. Keep them around, right? People that add and benefit your life. But you have to make the active decision to use whatever happened as the building blocks to your new system so you can achieve the breakthrough. Okay, you have to use those dark times as your catalyst to build something new and to reinvent yourself. Because I say this, I said this before, we are we are not fixed creatures. We are just not. We go through life and we learn. We're not stagnant. We just can't be stagnant. Evolutionary, like we, through an evolutionary perspective, we just can't be. We're, we're constantly changing and. Some of us change more than others, and some of us, sometimes, some of us never change, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes a breakdown has to happen for you to realize that something needs to change, or or a breakdown needs to happen for you to become more grateful for what you have, right? You know, sometimes a breakdown needs to happen to give you a wake-up call and to figure yourself out. Sometimes you don't even know who you are. So... Going through a breakdown, it gives you the opportunity to appreciate life more when you finally hit your breakthrough. Because you're going to be so, so much more grateful. Because we wouldn't know what happiness was if we did not have the dark times. How would we know? Like, tell me, how would we know? Because I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference if I didn't know, if I didn't experience both of them. So it's definitely an active process to get through the breakthrough point. Because everyone's, you know, periods of like, um, you know, the emotions and the breakdowns are different. Take your time. There is no rush. You know, you'll know when you're ready, right? But I always say, you have to put your mind to it as well. You can't just, you're going through a breakup, you're going through a divorce. You can't just eat ice cream every day and, you know, sulk months after. You can't do, you can't do that. Life goes on. Life goes on. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
life doesn't stop for anyone. As much as we wish we could have a, you know, a remote control and hit the pause button, it just does not stop. Okay? So we need to make the most of the limited time that we do have. So, it's definitely an active process. You really have to build up your strength and resilience to be able to fully move ahead. So this is why I always, you know, emphasize mild mindfulness practices as they help you build that stamina, right? Mindfulness could be like meditation. Meditation's a great way. I always talk about meditation. I meditate. It has given me control over my mind. It's given me control over my thoughts, my actions. I used to be so irritable, right? Now I'm like, even my family is shocked. And my family is, you know, a group of people that I'm always around. And if they notice a change, I'm doing something right. So definitely try out meditation. Other mindfulness, you know, positive affirmations. Maybe spiritually, you know, maybe that's part of your breakthrough. Getting closer to your religion or your spiritual beliefs. Reading more, reading self-help. Self-help books are so amazing. I personally love self-help books. They have gotten me through the darkest times. Darkest time. I think I didn't really read self-help books up until like recently. So it has helped me because I read other people's stories and that just motivates me to not give up, to keep on pushing. Keep on pushing, guys. Keep on pushing. Another thing that I started is that I'm obsessed with, it's yoga. So yoga is kind of like meditation. I kind of like, you know, I have my little crystals out. I have set up my little candle. And it's just a way for me to detox and kind of disconnect from the earthly realm that we're in. And it's just a good way to like realize, you know, like everything is a mental game. And this whole resilience thing, woman of resiliency, I'll talk about resiliency. It's a, it's a whole mental game, right? You see people, you see people, they go through, you know, they lose their dad at an early age or their dad walked out on them. But now they're like CEOs of great companies. So you're like, obviously, they use that or they use whatever difficulty came in their life, but they kept pushing and they use that as motivation or they use that as the building blocks because they know that they deserve better and they know that they deserve to live a fuller and happier life. A positive experience. We are on this earth for a positive experience, okay? So, I believe that if we don't suffer in life, we can never reach our full potential. Personally, for me, like, if I didn't go through that little suffering period that I had, I wouldn't start this podcast. No way would I started this podcast. I started this podcast because I, I, it was calling me. I was like, I want to share what I've learned from what I've researched, from the self-help books, you know, from the hours on the Reddit, everything that I've learned from my own experiences. And I want to share with other people so they can gain some insight. I would not have made this podcast if it wasn't for all the events that happened in the fall of 2020. Okay. I would not have, you know, done my fundraiser. Um, for the homeless shelters, I would not have done that because, you know, I was just so like going through life mindlessly. I would not have done it. But I knew that I had a higher calling, a higher purpose, and I wanted to do something. 
I wanted to be an active member of society. I just I didn't want to complain. I didn't want to be stuck in my victim mentality because trust me, I was stuck in that. I was stuck. I would always be like, you know, like this happened to me in the past. That's why I'm the way I am. You know, this happened. You know, my family member did this. That's why. I'm no, we can't keep making excuses for <laughs> our poor behavior, right? We can't keep making excuses and stay stuck. I don't know. For me, like, for me, it was like, there's more to life. I'm like, this can't be it. Like, I'm like, this is not it. This is just not it. I'm like, there's more to me, and I know that I have the capacity to become better. I knew that deep down inside. When someone tells me that I can't do something, oh my god. Instant motivation. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. Guys, I'm doing it. You know, no breaks. Speed it up. I'm doing it. So, <laughs> find what motivates you. Maybe it's someone saying you can't do this, or you'll never change, or... You're always going to be like this. And that's just who you are. Maybe that's what motivates you. Like, that's what it, that's what works for me. So, maybe get someone to say that to you. Get someone that hates you to say that to you. <laughs> Trust me. Oh my god. It's gonna work. Okay. So, yeah. We can't be the best versions of ourselves without painful moments. Because we just can't. Because we didn't suffer. We wouldn't learn a thing, you know? We wouldn't learn anything. So... Life is a learning process. We're constantly growing. You need to have a growth mindset. You need to have a growth mindset. You cannot not have a growth mindset, especially in this day and age. You need to have a growth mindset. You need to have faith. You need to have hope. And you need to turn your situation around. You need to try at least, okay? There comes a point where, you know, enough is enough, right? For me, that's what it was. I'm like, I am tired of feeling sorry for myself. I cannot live this way. I cannot be a healthy adult this living this way. I would I didn't even want to hang out with myself, you know? Like, I just couldn't. So you need to think of a loss of something as a gain in another area or or a wake-up call or a pathway to your evolution. Okay? So you need to learn. To work with challenging times in your life and not against them. Because I'm going to tell you straight up. This is going to be harsh, but going to give it to you straight. Okay? It is literally a battlefield out there in the real world. Okay? And those that are the strongest and most resilient and hardworking are the ones that stay leveling up. Okay? Think of life. You got to think of yourself, your life as you being in an elevator this is an analogy that i like to think about when i'm feeling down but it really helps okay so think of yourself i'm gonna make this scenario sound better okay let's say you live downtown toronto ice condominiums okay wow i wish i lived in the ice condos (laughs) so you're getting on your elevator and you know you go on the elevator every single day and you get up i guess say you live on like floor 10 you get off on floor 10 So, let's say one day, the elevator gets stuck, floor 5, okay? Now, you don't just sit in the elevator and don't, you don't do it, you just sit there and cry. You you don't do that. You press the emergency button, right? You call for help. Or maybe you try to open the door yourself, I'm not sure, but you look for a solution. 
Because my older brother always says this. There's, there's always going to be problems. But there's also always going to be solutions to those problems. Okay? So think of the elevator like as your life. You're leveling up in life. Let's say you're at level 1 and you want to be at level 10. But let's say you get to a level 5 and you have like a breakdown. Now, you can stop at level 5, and then you go all the way back to level 1. Let's say the elevator, like, cuts down and your entire system collapses, right? Now, do you just stay there, and you stay there stuck, and you're like, okay, I'm just going to stay here in this elevator and cry? No. You find the solution. You get it, get out of the elevator, and then either you take the stairs to get the floor 10, or you take the other elevator, or you find a solution. So you, you see what I'm saying, right? You don't remain stuck in a stuck elevator. And you have to think of life like that. Honestly, I made that analogy up. I don't know how. It just came to me while I was like, you know, brainstorming for podcast ideas. And I'm like, that is something you need to remind yourself of all the time. And I know some situations, the problem is not everyone can get past their breakdown phase. And that is life. That's how life is. Sometimes you're not in control of what is causing the, and the thing is, you're not always going to be in control of what's happening to you, right? But you can control how you act afterwards or respond to it or react to it and how you're going to behave afterwards, right? And I always say, you have to get through the sad, get through the mad to get to the glad, okay? Cry it out. Crying helps. Crying is so like cathartic, like... I cry. I cry a lot. And I'm not proud of it. I'm really just trying. I'm still going through it. I swear. Some days I'm still going through it. But, I, you know, I wipe my tears. I'm like, I can't. Like, I have stuff to do. I need I need to. I have aspirations. I want more from this life. And I want more. Like, I want more. Uh, I'm stuck in this growth mindset. I can't be out of this. You can't take me out of this. So I want more. And when I cry, it's like, yes, it helps me. But I can't cry for, like, hours on end. Like, or else I'm going to slap myself in the face. I just can't do that anymore. And when I was in the depths, oh my god, the breakdown, you know, I was going through it. I was crying. I, I could not even do my schoolwork. I'm going to be real with it. I couldn't even do my schoolwork. I'm not going to act, sit here and act like, you know, I was super productive and, you know, I snapped back into it. You can't switch it off. We're human beings. We are not robots. You can't switch it off. So I'm emphasizing... I'm going through. The only way through is through. You have to go through it. You have to go through it. You have to go keep walking through the tunnel with the hope and faith that eventually you'll see the light. Even if you don't see it right now. Even if you don't see it right now. You have to keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. You know... Every single person, I believe every single person on this planet can get out of their breakdown phase. But the problem is, the problem is that too many people aren't given the tools or the resources to do so, right? Some might feel lost, insecure, scared, confused, panicked. You know, maybe they were brought up that way. They were taught to shove their emotions, you know, buck it up, buckle up. <laughs> you know, just push it down and move on. Just deal with it, right? Um, when they were younger, you know, if they were spoke to a parent, they were like, yeah, just get over it. Um, I know, you know, a lot of you guys can probably relate. If you are a child of immigrant parents, they're like, what is depression? We don't know what depression is. (laughs) 
<laughs> my parents are guilty of this. And it's like, nee, it's, that's not how it works, you know. You might have been told, like, you know, this is, like, wrong. Maybe you were taught to feel guilty for simply being emotional or someone who needs help. Maybe you were, you know, someone showed you that you, you're acting like a burden to them, right? Maybe you were, like, in an abusive house, household. Maybe you were in an abusive relationship, whatever it is, right? That's why you see so many people out there that are seeking for affection, they're seeking that validation and love, but they don't know how to seek it out. So they lash out. Guilty? Guilty is charged. Like they lash out in the only way that they know how, right? So they behave in ways. And for me, this is like, I would behave in ways, and I didn't even know why. I'm like, I don't want to be like this. Why am I like this, right? So you have to look at your environment. You have to look at your environment. And I am a big advocate for getting counsel and getting the help that you need because sometimes you can't do it on your own. You need a good support system. And sometimes you don't have a good support system. Sometimes you don't have the resources. You know, some countries, they don't have therapists. They don't have online therapy. I'm pretty sure some countries, maybe they do have therapy available, but they don't have it. They don't have online versions of it because, you know, pandemic or some people may not have technology at home. So... If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have technology at home. So I do want to cater to everyone, right? I want to be able to like give you guys advice. And like I know some people just don't have the resources. But if you do have the resources, use them to your advantage, right? I wish that everyone had the resources. I wish I could go around. I wish I could be everyone's therapist, man. I wish I could go. I wish I wanted to be a therapist. I personally don't want to be a therapist because... I feel like for my own mental well-being, it just would be too taxing for me. So, but I do go to therapy. And I love my therapist. She is the best. Like, she's like my best friend. I know it's like a professional relationship. Obviously, we're not like best friends like that. But like, I talk to her and I feel like I'm being heard. I'm being seen. And sometimes, you know, with your friends and family, you don't feel like you're being heard and you're being seen. And you get stuck. You can't get out of the breakdown. So I think, like, I've learned, I've learned just the hard way, but I think therapy should be started at a young age, right? Um, even if you were in, like, brought up in the healthiest environment, I still feel like you should go to it, even if you're not having a breakdown. You don't, you shouldn't wait till you're going through a mental breakdown for you to make the decision to get the help that you need, right? Humans thrive when surrounded by positive people. You know, if you're feeling miserable around people, if your friends are giving you toxic advice, this is a big one for me. Like, if people are giving you advice and it's making your situation worse, or, like, it's making you feel worse, or, like, others around you feel worse, don't take their advice, please. Like, we we thrive and survive when we're surrounded by positivity. And when you're feeling miserable, when you're crying, like... I'm still crying and stuff. I haven't reached my full breakthrough point yet. I'm in the process of it, right? Because I'm still crying. And that is my body telling me that I need to heal. I'm not in my natural homeostasis state. You know, I'm still kind of sad. But you can make it. That's what I'm saying. Remember the function, the sign function graph that I was talking about? We learn better when we're sick. We learn better when we're down. 
Your breakdown is trying to tell you something. Try to listen to it. Try to listen to your brain. Your brain is trying to tell you something, okay? If you're feeling down all the time because something happened to you, listen to your brain. Maybe you're facing a loss. Or you lost a loved one. Listen to what, what's, what your breakdown is telling you. Maybe you've learned that you need to be... You need to spend more time with people. Maybe you learned that you need to be more appreciative of the things that you do have. Maybe you've learned that you need to be kinder to people. Maybe you've seen, like, you know, in a relationship, you've seen your own red flags. People are so quick to see other people's red flags, but they don't look inside of them. It's it's very easy to look at someone who did you dirty, or you thought they did you dirty, or whatever, from your perspective, and you see their red flags, but did you check yours? Did you? Right? So I'm saying, like, look at what the breakdown is trying to teach you. It's trying to teach you something so you don't repeat the same mistakes and you don't keep bringing the same version of yourself into, you know, the same or different situations. So your bo- it's your body's way of telling you something. It's your body's way of showing you that you need to heal. The solution is simple, right? But it's not easy. It's 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 not easy. And I know it's not easy. Because, you know, how much are your friends going to be able to listen to your stuff? Your friends are going to get tired of it. They have their own things to worry about. So, I say this. No one is coming to save you. You have to think of your life as something that you and only you have control over. Honestly, no one else should have control over your life because that's just messed up. You should have full control over it. And, you know, people talk about caterpillars becoming butterflies as though, you know, they just go through a cocoon and, you know, they have their wings slapped on. They're good. But no, 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 no. They literally turn into a pile of goo, like the caterpillars, before they become the butterflies. So I think of life as this constant, like, butterfly, caterpillar, butterfly, caterpillar. Or you can think of it like, think of it like evolution. Like, I know a lot of people that are following me and watch my, listen to my podcasts are my friends from, you know, university and they're all bio majors. You guys know evolution. Even for a psych major, you know, evolutionary psych. Yeah, like, everything that happens to you, no matter, whatever it is, whatever it is, okay? Now, how are you going to react to it is is what matters, okay? I keep repeating myself, I feel like I'm being really repetitive in this, but, you know, if you don't have anyone to reach out to, please, please, send me a DM. I'm all ears, but my mouth is shut. I won't tell anyone, right? You maybe, maybe I'll start doing like an anonymous poll thing. Yeah, I'm not sure how we would do that, but I want this podcast to be a comfortable space for you guys to come. And, you know, maybe you're going through the worst time of your life, okay? But I'm here to tell you that for me, my scenario, I had a pretty bad breakdown. But it led to the greatest awakening, to self-healing, to self-development, to character development. I saw my own red flags. I saw my own character flaws. I saw what I didn't like in me. And I saw what I needed to change. 
I started stop being lazy and always on my phone. I, I left the socials, you know. I started focusing on my purpose because I'm like, no one is going to make my life better, so might as well do it myself, right? You need to embrace it. You need to embrace it. I know it's very difficult. But ask yourself, here's a practice that you can do that might help. Sit yourself in front of a mirror. This is what I did. I sat myself in front of a mirror. And I'm like, hmm. Here's the thing. Don't be too harsh on yourself. I am. This is something I still struggle with. Inner critic, super bad. I beat myself up. I still struggle with ruminating. Even though I preach about don't ruminate, I'm still a human being and I still struggle with rumination. And it's something I've been working through with therapy and trying to get over it. Self-blame. I'm the type of person that, that will blame myself. If I think I messed up something good or if I something in my life that I thought was good collapses, I will blame myself. And I cannot to blame myself at the end of time. Okay? So, but I sat myself down in the mirror, and I'm like, okay, let's be real. You are definitely not a perfect individual, and you shouldn't even aim for perfection. You should aim for being healthy. I think healthy mentally, okay? Whatever that looks like for you. So for me, I was like, you know, going to the breakdown, but I realized I was oversharing. I had this victim mentality. I'm like, you know, I'm this way because of this. I was very, like, impulsive, emotional outbursts, and I just had no, I did not like, I knew I didn't like what I was doing, I just could not, I couldn't get a grip on myself. So, I sat myself down in the mirror, I'm like, what are you doing? What, what is it that you're doing? But look at yourself as you would a friend. Be compassionate with yourself, and be like, what am I doing? What has, what led me to this breakdown? And I know circumstances are usually not in your control that lead to a breakdown, right? Sometimes it's not in your control. Like I mentioned, the accident, loss of a loved one, terminal illness. And those are much more difficult. And I hope none of you guys go through that. But as I gave examples of the Olympic athletes, paraplegic, Paralympics, gave examples of if you lose, like you lose your parents, you can look at it. From a, obviously not in the beginning, you're going to have to grieve and go through the emotion, but eventually you learn to live with it and you adapt. That's what I love about being human. We're so good at adapting. Eventually we learn to adapt. But some of us struggle more than others to get to that point. Okay? I mean, bro, our Earth, planet Earth is having a breakdown of this virus. You know? It's times like these where you learn to live again. Where you learn to give again. Where you learn to love again. And you you learn a lot about yourself. When you're when you're alone, when you isolate yourself, because I know emotionally when I'm hurt or I'm going through it, I know a lot of you guys do this too, you probably isolate yourselves. You spend a lot of time with yourself. And I was watching a video, I forgot what it was, and the girl was saying, um, she's like, if someone hates me, that's okay, but if I hate myself and I hate who I am, then there's no point for me to live, right? I'm not saying, if you hate yourself, there's something that your mind is telling you that you need to fix, okay? There's something that, sometimes, sometimes there isn't anything that needs to be fixed. Sometimes our minds are just, you know, we just beat ourselves up. To a point where like nothing is wrong with us, 
but we just convince ourselves that there's something wrong with us, okay? So that's why I just recommend seeking the mental help because our brains are super complex. No human has fully studied the entire brain and knows exactly what's going on. Like, we don't know, like, every single thing about the brain, okay? We haven't, we haven't reached that level yet in our research. So, what I'm saying is, be easy on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Just because I'm saying all this positive stuff, I don't want you guys to think that I'm saying, just get over it. That is far from what I'm saying. I'm just trying to let you guys see everything from a growth mindset, growth perspective, so you guys get out of the victim mentality. It's not a good place to be. It's very easy to get stuck there. Okay? Do the work. Do the work that you need to do. I think what helped me the most was journaling. I think making a list of all the things that I want to do and I look forward to. I know sometimes you... You have nothing to look forward to. You just don't want to think about it. But eventually there will come a time when you'll honestly get bored. This is what happened to me. And this is what happened to a lot of my friends. You get bored of feeling sorry for yourself. You get bored of being sad. So I started making a list of everything I wanted to accomplish in my journal. And I just said I'm going to be consistent with it. I'm going to stick to it. No matter what. So the thing about this podcast that really, really helped me is that since it's public and people are actually like listening and you know I have followers, I can't just like slack and not post and being consistent because what does that say about me right so do something that like you you have to commit to i think that helps the most like something that like is a commitment where if you don't commit it'll look bad on you and so that'll be your motivation that's a good way to motivate yourself so instead of like trying to figure out you know why you're sad like i mean figure that out figure out the problem that's what i'm trying to say try to understand the reason why you're feeling this way or why something happened and that way you'll be able to evolve from that experience you need to identify the areas of your life that you need to break out of to heal work habits relationships and then you'll finally best feeling ever So take control of your emotional and mental well-being, physical, spiritual. It's the best thing that happens. If I did not go through my breakdown, as I said, the podcast, but I would not have deleted my social medias. I would have been on TikTok still. I would have still made my cringy TikToks that no one even watched except for myself. (laughs) You know, I would not have done anything, like, purposeful. And I'm not saying that being a content creator... It's not purposeful. Like, I make podcasts. Some people on TikTok actual, actually make, like, real content. But I wasn't, right? I wasn't using it for that. So, take the times, the dark times, as lessons, as opportunity. Once you start looking at everything as an opportunity, I promise you, you will become so much more resilient, so much more stronger, And these are great qualities to have to get through life. These are qualities that are absolutely necessary to get through life. To live a healthy life, you need to be strong and resilient. Okay? So, obviously, I hope you guys, like, you know, understood where I was coming from. 
again, another, I already made this disclaimer. I'm not trying to undermine. I know sometimes, you know, you have no control over it. You can't do anything to make it better. But then again, just remember, the only way through is through. I'm always going to repeat that. The only way through is through. Keep on hoping. Keep your faith. Okay? So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I felt like I was kind of repetitive with some of the things, but I was trying to get my point across. You know, I just think we need to go through the downs, the lows, to really appreciate the highs. We wouldn't even know the difference between lows and highs. It would just be a straight, flat line. Yeah, get the help. Get help, guys. Get help. BetterHelp is a really, really good platform to seek therapy and counseling. I personally don't use BetterHelp. I used to use, um, I go to York University, so I used to use counseling at York. I started it like in October of 2020. It was good, it was good, but I found that, um, I wasn't getting, like, as much as I wanted out of my sessions, so I switched to the Affordable Therapy Network, which, hint, hint, is also covered by your universities. I'm not sure about other schools, but I know York covers your first 12 sessions if they're $50 or under. So if you do low-cost therapy, a lot of the therapists on there do low-cost, and it's $50 a session, and if it's $50 a session, the school will cover it for you. Or maybe your work covers it for you. So 12 sessions is a good place to start. And sometimes, you know, 12 sessions is all you need to really, like, get your head back on rate and fix, you know, whatever's going on. But I do think therapy is an ongoing process. I do think it's something that we should do forever. But I know that circumstances, you know, especially right now in the pandemic, it's expensive. It, it's exp- Therapy is expensive, unfortunately, but, you know... Sometimes you need to make that investment. Sometimes you can't make that investment. So seek out as many resources as you can. If you can't go to therapy, self-help books, YouTube videos. YouTube videos helped me so much in the beginning when I wasn't looking at therapy. You know, the School of Life, um, Psych2Go, all those YouTube channels really helped me. Um, Reddit helped me a lot. Reddit, self-help, the forum. I don't use Reddit anymore because I was like, I, I wasn't addicted, but like I spent way too much time on Reddit. Um, and I would like scroll through the forums. But self-help forums on Reddit are really good as well. So, the whole point of this episode is me trying to emphasize seeking out the help that you need to move forward in your life. Because sometimes you can't do it on your own. Especially when you're going through a breakdown, you can't do it on your own. And if you don't have a strong support system, you don't have anyone to reach out to, and you can't even if you can't afford a therapist, um, reach out to me. Please, I, I'm, I'm asking you guys to. Because I want to be there for you guys. You're going through it, you know. I want to be that person you guys can trust. You know, everything's confidential. Don't think that I'll be, you know, speaking this to my friends or anyone. Or my mom, nothing like that. Um, I know it's hard to trust someone that you barely know. But it's, 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 it's very cathartic to get it out and let it out and tell someone. Especially when you don't have someone to tell. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys are staying safe. Please stay safe. Please stay indoors. I really hope we get over this pandemic and go back to normal life. I'm really missing normal life. And I know the pandemic has caused a lot of 
more mental health problems for a lot of people. I know for me to amplify it, what I needed to work on. So, you know, the thing is, like, I used to be super sad, like, oh, coronavirus. But now I'm like, the thing is, everyone is going through it, so I don't feel alone. So, imagine you were living in your own purgatory hell where it's like you were going through this pandemic and you can't leave your house. You would feel so isolated and you'd be super depressed. But when you know that everyone else is going through, you feel better. Same thing. When you speak to someone about it, you feel better. And when you can relate to someone, you feel better. Because you know you're not the only one. Okay? So I hope you guys learn something from this. I hope you guys apply something. I hope you guys, you know, don't take this the wrong way. I hope I'm really not trying to undermine anyone's circumstances. I know sometimes you just can't fix whatever is going on. Right? But... If you can, I'm saying take advantage. And so, sometimes there's always, I feel like there's always some kind of solution to at least one thing that's going on. So try to make your life at least 1% better. Okay? So that's all for today. You guys will hear from me on Monday. Hopefully I don't have the whole mishap that happened this week with my recording getting deleted. And I hope you guys, you know, have a really good semester if you're in school. Or if you're in work, you're working from home, hope you guys stay productive, you know, have a good morning routine set up for you, have a set sleeping schedule that really helps, sleeping early, waking up early really helps with your mental health, and yeah, eat healthy, work out, be mindful, practice the mindfulness practices that I was talking about, get a journal from the dollar store and just start writing, write it all out, let it out, so yeah. So, if you guys have any podcast episode topic, you know, suggestions, let me know. I do have, like, a list of everything that I want to talk about, but I want to know what you guys want to hear. Maybe you have, like, a specific, like, topic that you really want to learn more about or hear about. You know, I'll do the research and I'll talk about it. So, let me know. DM me, comment on any post, and I'll look at it. But, yeah. So, you guys are here, here for me next week. And yeah, take care of yourselves. Okay, yeah, bye.